It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back. It's good to got it's good to have you guys here. It's awesome. It's wicked awesome. Anyway, it's good to have you here. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Today, we have Norm Blumenthal, an attorney for workers and consumers alike. He uh, was selected as uh, one, of top, one of the top attorneys in uh, Southern California. In 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. And uh, Norm is Norm just, just a straight shooter. Um, and and uh, always has great insights. And uh, as always, he's it's just uh, what do you call it? Insightful and a lot of fun to have him on the show. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back. Nice to be back, Bert. Nice to be on your show as always. Um, we have a few things to discuss today, and um, I want to give everybody kind of a, a heads up of uh, of where we are. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a We've always talked about that this the U.S. economy and the U.S. society is really one of management versus labor, right. and uh, it's hard for everybody to believe. But uh, the Republicans they are pro-management, and you know, we respect that, and it's an adversary system. And the Democrats, for the most part, are pro-labor. The interesting part of it is, and what we haven't talked about is what, what is government. And um, in the federal government, I think we have to agree that for the most part, the federal government is pro-management. And I say that because we can't even get the minimum wage increased above uh, $7.25. Um, but the actual minimum wage now is taken off. And in fact, in um, California, they just signed a law uh, or signing a law to, today uh, where for fast food workers uh, starting in 2023, the minimum wage is going to be $22 an hour. So if you're a fast food chain with uh, 100 or more locations, you're going to have to pay um, everybody in your each, each of your shops in California a minimum of $22 an hour, and that's going to go up um, with the cost of living from uh, 2023. So that was a big breakthrough. And uh, and it's, it's not something that the federal government, for the most part, wants to see. In fact, uh, uh, Powell, you know, the head of the Federal Reserve, he talks about how he can get wages down. Right. And so that, that's his plan – Part of his plan for curbing inflation is cut the wages of the employees who are living paycheck to paycheck, which is is pretty cold. I, you know, really, um, there's a lot better things you can do to get uh, to to get inflation down, like balancing the federal uh, budget and uh, you know being more sensible on the spending side, as opposed to uh, you know taking the, the workers of, of the United States and reducing their wages. I mean, that's just intolerable. And uh, so I want, just want to point that out to everybody, that uh, that's where we're headed. Yeah, and, and 
again, to your point, yes, there's this adversarial system, but you have to be a special kind of yank uh, to say while you're making – I'm going to go on a limb here. While you have a couple of million dollars, you're going to sit there and say, hey, we need to reduce – the salaries or the earnings of employees of anybody really but it's just ridiculous i mean if anything why don't we start by reducing the salaries of the politicians let's start there let's see how they like that well and and you know you you bring up a good point and and people by and large for the most part like for example let's take the golfers I mean, here's a group of, of, of people that um, they make good money on the PGA Tour if you can win. But uh, all of a sudden, there's an, a competition, and there's the Live, live Tour, and they're making right. astronomical sums. Well, sums. Well, why do they do that? Because of supply and demand. They, you know, there's no great uh, golf events uh, where just the, um, the, the, the top players in the world can play, and, and they hit a niche. But you talk to people, and the funny thing is, oh, you know, we hate live, and uh, we don't want to see them. We like the PGA the way it is. Well, you may like it the way it is, but it shows you that they that comparatively speaking, these golfers were underpaid. So it it's not just the minimum wage earners; it is the idea of salary, the the ones that. Um, are you know the thing that should be talked about is in a company is the differential between what the uh, president of the company makes versus what the employees of the company make you know there's there should be some some give and take in in that regard but that's not going to happen either because management is has the money and controls the money and controls the politicians the democrat and republican so it's it's that that's where it stands now but you know, there's there's no limit to what management will do to uh, cut wages of, of employees and to be able to uh, to basically cheat to complete, compete and not pay them their what they're entitled to. Uh, and so I want to point out another point that's, that's we'll talk about in the next over the next couple of years because it's going to come up in the 24 election on the ballot in California is an attempt to uh, defund labor code enforcement. That's the private attorney general act. And so, you know, here's the Republicans and well, everybody, no one wants to really defund the police, but uh, well, the Republicans have an exception. They do want to defund the, the, the police when it comes to labor code enforcement, because they don't want the labor codes enforced. As to right. their employees, because if they are, they they can then they can't get around the fact that uh, employees are working uh, off the clock when they come to set up and and leave, and they um, work through lunch and they work through meals. You know, it's basically it's it's you know it's theft. It's it's labor theft. Right. And uh, they wanted to, f- to fund the enfo- enforcement of it. Just It's almost to say the same thing, well, we're going to defund the police um, so that, you know, it's a lot easier to, to steal from the uh, corner stores. That's, that's just what they're saying. 
But instead of being the store that's going to be, uh, the theft's going to come from, it's going to be the employee in the store. That's where we're headed. Right. And look, look, there is a recent article about uh, from this driver who quit because he was given like 300 packages deliver 180 routes and the guy wigs out and he quits uh and, and my point being to all this is is um, the reality is that a company whether it's a mom and pop company or a big company a multi-billion dollar company like like amazon the employees can make and employees do make or break that company. And, and if you're going to sit there and belittle your employees, uh, make them feel unappreciated, uh, undervalued, unheard, uh, that's going to be that's just going to uh, affect the customer experience because an unhappy employee will uh, will turn a customer and into an unhappy, unhappy customer. And so the, the, the five or six bucks that you save per hour uh, is going to come back and bite you in the butt. You're going to have high turnover. You're going to have uh, more customer complaints. It, it's it's kind of go hands in hand. A, a happy employee is going to show up to work. He's going to have, uh, he, uh, what do you call it? He's going to have a, a, a loyalty to that business because he feels that they're taken care of. He or she feels that they're being taken care of. And so it's it's if you really are interested in reducing costs, if you're really interested in in getting this uh, economy back up again, you got to have happy employees. Yeah, and you know, what they call this is labor trafficking because it's really slave labor is what 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 it is, and. Uh, they've done some studies on it, and 82% of labor trafficking uh, is in manufacturing, no surprise, hospitality, construction, mining, agriculture, and uh, domestic workers. I mean, basically, these every one of these areas is, is ripe for people to uh, be underpaid because they're, they're having to work through rest breaks and lunch breaks and start early and leave late, and, and they are not paid for overtime. So this is the, the kind of problem you have, and your citation to Amazon uh, in the article is, is that's where this fellow worked, and it, you know that's their reputation, um, you know, in the internet and TikTok is is that's the, the way you're treated, right? And it's, it and it's hard to do it uh, with the way uh, the that we're in the information age because all this information eventually gets out, and the company's reputation is there, so. What they want to do is now they just want to defund the um, enforcement of the labor codes by taking away the ability of, of the Private Attorney General Act in California to have any anybody that can enforce the labor code. So, okay, great, you know, you caught us, we we, we did it, we did it, we cheated you, so what? And that's where it is. And then you get into this uh, downward spiral where. If one company can cheat and compete to get away with it, well, and the competition that wants to be honest, they have to compete with the company that's cheating. So now all of a sudden the spiral says, well, if company A can get away with this and that's who we have to compete with, well, let's go ahead and do it ourselves because there's there's no downside to it. You know, there there, there is. And, and um, it'd be nice to think that the employers would be worried about 
you know, how happy their employees are. But for the most part, in a big company with, you know, tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of employees, they're, they're not too worried about that. So what they're worried about is what the law is. And if the law can't be enforced, well, then they, they're just, it's, it's open season on employees. And that's, that's what everybody should be afraid of is the lack of enforcement because their companies will push the envelope. And uh, that's where um, enforcement comes in. And that's where in California, the private attorney general act has done a great job in uh, enforcing the law. So there is some protection and wages are going up. California wages are going up. Every, everything's going up and uh, wages right with it now. And it really, the, um, the idea in California that you can live on $100,000 a year, is, is, it's not there anymore in the big cities in California. You basically right. need to make about $150,000 a year. And that's, and that's where the wages are headed for, for people that are working. Um, and so it's, you know, it, it's a pendulum back and forth. Um, wages go up, prices go up, and then you live in the new new reality of, of what it is. So people complain about rents going up. Well, uh, wages go up right with the rents. When when you take a, a um, fast food worker in California and his wage goes from $15 to $22, well, however he was living, you know, the gasoline may be more expensive and the rent may be more expensive and the food may be more expensive, but in California, they've adjusted to it to give him a salary that's, that's commensurate with the increase in these costs. And that's what you have to see. And that's, that's when, you know, you have inflation, but at the same time, you have the ability of people to pay the, the higher costs. And that's the reality, and that's where uh, companies should be. Uh, they have to understand that they're going to have to pay these higher salaries, and we all adjust to it. Um, you know, my, in, when I started working, my first job I made uh, as, a, as an attorney working for uh, as a law clerk I, uh, for a judge, I made um, a whopping $16,000 a year. As well, a judge? <laughs> work, I was working for the judge as the clerk for, for the, the judge. judge. For the judge, yeah. And yeah, so okay. that was a, a government job. That was a, a nice Nice start, and that's basically attorneys at that time in, in Illinois. Uh, we're getting a little bit higher, but nobody was cracking that $20,000 a year number at that point in 1975, 73. So, but that was the reality of the situation at that point. Now, if rents would have remained the same at that point when I started law school, I was paying $90 a month for a studio. So... You know what, and the lesson is is that you know all along you can worry, and that was an inflationary time. You can worry about prices going up, you can worry about costs going up, but the the major concern is to is to have wages go up, so wages keep pace with the inflationary spiral, and um, it's hard for, to to say to people well. You know, a hundred thousand dollars a year is is not enough to live on in in a, a lot of places in the country, uh, but that's a reality. 
So you go to the next level, and the next level is going to be $150,000 a year for a person in, in, in you know, the big cities across the country. Right. And, and so that, you know, what ends up happening is, is, is employee, employers, they try to cut it. So how much work can I get out of the employee at even, you know, now that I have to pay him more, I, you know, I want to be able to get more out of them. It's, it, you know, doesn't all it, productivity doesn't always work that way. Yeah, and, and so what is, what would you think is the solution for this? Is it, is it a strike? Is it just getting out there and and becoming, um, what do you call it, uh, more proactive when it comes to, uh, I guess politics, uh, you know, a few years ago, uh, this is when I say a few years, a few years ago, I want to say maybe five, uh, I, I know that in a lot of cities, the fast food workers kind of banded together and made some changes. So what do you think people should be doing? Well, what I, I, I think, you know, the idea of, uh, labor unions, I mean, they're trying it, but I, I just, don't think in in the way things are now that that's realistic. And so what it is 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 the marketplace itself, to a large extent, and I think it's happening now, is making adjustments. So mm-hmm. you know you can't. There's a lot of people that are not in the labor force and are not looking for a job. Now, what right. they live on is, is another story, but there's a lot of people that have dropped out of, of the labor force. They're just not part of it. So there's a lot of, of ability to, to hire people, but they're not going to work uh, unless they can get enough money to um, have a living wage and you know and, and find a place to live that, that uh, they can live with and food and gasoline and other things that go with it. So it's it the, the marketplace to the extent that it, it, there's no cheating and there's no unlawful activity and there's no slave labor um and it's an honest uh, marketplace it will or should adjust because you have a product to sell your what you're going to sell it for is going to be a lot more and the right. reason being that you have to pay labor so it's a it's a spiral let's put it that way everything uh spirals up uh, or down um, with with market forces. So right now the Federal Reserve they're increasing interest rates and they're going to make um, housing unaffordable because of of the higher interest rates that you have to pay for a house. Not for everybody, but for a lot of people. So now all of a sudden, either housing prices will come down, uh, which will probably to some extent happen. Or people will have to make more so they can cover their their new interest payments uh, on the, on the house that they're trying to buy. So it's everything's you know it's a big 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 economy and everything moves. The, the, the issues that I'm concerned with is is where are where the um, uh, people are being cheated uh, right. as it moves because there's a tendency. Okay, uh, if you're a company, there's a tendency. Well. My cost of labor has gone up, but I'm not. I'm not going to give them lunch. I'm not going to pay for lunch. I'm not going to pay for 
miss meals. I'm, you know, I'm going to work them through. Like the Amazon employees give them 300 packages and 160 stops and say, you know, good luck. Um, and it's just, you know, things that can't be done. And so that, that's where it is. And, you know, in the manufacturing with, um, you know, these warehouses, they, you, you have to have a productivity, um, uh, formula that they have to have and they they test you on it and so everybody knows it exists but they don't know what it is so right. they're and so they're working through lunch and they're working through rest and they're working um, unpaid overtime so there's some issues where uh, people are not being uh, uh, fairly compensated and the, the answer to it is is you you just live through it like everybody else and Accept the reality of the situation. Pay your employees more. Make your uh, cost of your product more. I mean, that's really um, what you have to do. And so we're right now. You know, you and I talked for years about how can we get wages up. Why won't they increase wages? Why are we stuck at seven dollars and ten dollars? If you remember, and then fifteen dollars yes. or fight. And now we've we just blown through all of that because if uh, a, a minimum wage for a fast food worker is $22 an hour, well, everybody else has, has to move that $22 an hour um, at 40 hours a week at 52 weeks, you know, that's $50,000 a year almost. Right. So, so all of a sudden... Um, you know, you're talking about $66 an hour gets you uh, um, $150,000 a year, and so that's what you're looking at. That's the re- so we've we've accomplished our purpose not because of, we've got great legislation in the past, but and we're starting to get legislation in California, but because the marketplace has created the situation where the, the worker had by not taking the job for you know at ten and twelve and fifteen dollars an hour is now we they pushed it up to twenty two so that you know it's a very interesting dichotomy and but I think market forces um did their job uh, as right. long as you know we did our job and protected um the the, the marketplace from illegal activity and that's really why I'm here, and that's what we do um, in enforcing the uh, Private Attorney General Act and other uh, labor code um, uh, provisions in California. And, and to a large extent, the same thing's happening across the country, and that's what's bringing wages up. And so that's, that's the good news. The bad news is everything else goes up with it. So everybody's going to have to adjust to the new reality of the situation. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, look, uh, this is, again, a pattern that's been repeated time and time again. So in one sense, it's nothing new. But I think you have to be, again, you have to be kind of a special, and I'll say it again, a kind of a special wank to, you know, look at another human and think, because this human is a frontline worker or this human is, I don't know, maybe less educated than me or less powerful than me, whatever their thought process is, or maybe they're thinking, hey, this human is expendable, so therefore 
we're not going to give them a livable wage. You got to be kind of special to have that kind of thought process. Yeah, I, I think what the thinking is is this human is not as powerful as the company, and I think it's a, it kind of takes it to a situation where it's inhuman. Yes. Uh, you know, you, you don't look at it them as as people. You look at them as uh, you know uh, the ability to turn out your product, and if if you ha- they have no power because they have no union, and at the same time they take away um, the government's right to enforce the uh, or ability to enforce the labor codes, then it's open season on these people, and so they they don't look at them. They look at them as you know as, as slave labor. I mean that's really. Right. That's unfortunately that's what it is, and and it's it's a, uh, for a lot of companies it's a race to the bottom. And, yeah, you know, you, you, you and you get what you pay for. So I mean, I think that's the the extent of it. You know, if you want quality workers, you have to pay for quality workers. And and I, you know, that's I know in California, like a, a shop like uh, In and Out, I think they already pay eighteen, nineteen dollars an hour anyway. So uh, for starters. So you know they're already almost there, and so it, it's it's where it should be. It, it, you shouldn't be paying them. I mean, some places seven dollars and twenty five cents if they can get away with it. Absolutely, Norm. Hey, we're out of time. Always good to have you here. Thank you so much for stopping by today. All right, Bert. Always a pleasure, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. All righty. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal is a lawyer for consumers and workers. If you have any questions, reach out to Norm Blumenthal and his team at BAMLawCA.com. That's BAMLawCA.com. And as always, my friends, thank you so much for stopping by. Please share this show with everyone you know. Let's help as many people as possible. And uh, remember, where did it go? Oh, there it is. Remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.